You are listening to the Exalted Christ's One Accord podcast. We hope you enjoyed part one of our conversation on who is Israel. This is part two, and we now join our conversation already in progress. We're the true circumcision. What does that mean? Well, it means there's a there's one kind of circumcision, and there's another kind. There's a circumcision of the flesh, and there's a circumcision of the heart. Mm-hmm. And Jewish believers and Gentile believers are all that circumcision, that's the circumcision of the heart through the Holy Spirit. It, it, so, it, but I, I'm uncomfortable with this. It's like, it's like Israel can only refer to an ethnic, it's only ethnic. And, and I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that. Show because, me a place where it doesn't. Well, let me, uh, Ephesians 2.12. I'm going to, I want to, and, and again, the text doesn't have to use identical language. Like you're, you're asking like, well, show me where it's, there's a sentence that says this. I'll bear it back. Well, here's, here's what Ephesians does. Say, and, you know, the idea can be there without a, 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 an explicit statement being made. Okay. That, the, the, the fact that there's not the sentence that you're looking for doesn't matter. He says in Ephesians 2, verse 12, remember that you who were at that time separate from Christ, now notice this, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel, Mm-hmm. And strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Mm-hmm. But now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Now, mm-hmm. the word commonwealth, it comes from the Greek word, uh, I think it's uh, politeus or something, which is it's used here in Acts 22, 28, where it's translated citizenship. Mm-hmm. Now, the meaning is that Gentiles were formerly excluded from the privileges that came from being a citizen of Israel. Mm-hmm. They were excluded from citizenship, but now have been brought near Ephesians 2.13. And that suggests they're now, they now have, they now have citizenship in Israel. I mean, it, 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 what else could it mean? They're well, citizens of Israel in, in a sense. Now, not, not national Israel, of course, because that doesn't make any sense, but it's talking about, they're a part of, Again, I, there's a spiritual Israel here. And, but, and Gentile But if we believers, just keep reading, Eric, if we keep reading, which is a good principle to just keep reading things in its context. I, I, know what the, I know I'm very familiar with the context. But now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the enmity, which is the law of commandments contained in the ordinances so that in himself he might make the two into one, one new man. Yes, yes. Thus establishing peace. So your statement is that we were incorporated into an old man. No, that into is not spiritual. I'm ta- no, as I said earlier, Joe, there's two, there's two Israels. There is natural Israel and there's mm-hmm. spiritual Israel. But see, and, that's the one that—that's the one that you're asserting that well, isn't stated in the text. It, 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 no, it, 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 it is absolutely taught in the text. Because Eric, this is a this is a serious question. Please, please the, answer Joe, it to the best of your ability. In the book oh, of Ephesians, mm-hmm. is it talking about spiritual Israel or is it talking about the church? What's the language that he uses? They're, they're, they're synonymous. Well, you say that, but one is used and one isn't. Joe, it doesn't. The, the, the language does not, it doesn't have to say spiritual <laughs> Israel. It doesn't matter what the Israel. Bible says. I'm asserting the, whatever I want to assert. No, the word Trinity isn't in the Bible, but we use <laughs> right. the Trinity because it expresses an this idea that's in Paul. Scripture. Spiritual Israel is, is a term 
that's used to express an idea, the one that I just talked about in Ephesians okay. 2. Where so the, here's the... Now notice he says, there are, there are Jews, okay, there's mm -hmm. Israel, and there's Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And they become one new man. Now, what does that tell you? What is that one new man? It's it's the church, and as yep. and as it's been called, it's spiritual. The, the, the Gentile believers have become partakers of the commonwealth of Israel. The, of That's the what it says. But but we didn't become. I'm not a an Israeli uh, citizen, Joe. I I'm not talking about natural. I I, I keep right. having to tell you. I'm no, not no, talking no. about natural Israel. I'm talking Eric, about Eric. You're you're missing. I'm talking missing about spiritual Israel. That's and that's clearly what right. he's saying. You're talking about there. spiritual Israel. No, it's not clearly what he's saying here. What he's clearly saying here is the church, because that's the word that he uses over and over and over again. You're saying he's clearly talking about something that he never says, and I'm saying he's Joe, clearly talking he, about something the, that he says he over and over. He talks about again. the commonwealth of Israel, which Gentile believers are partakers in. He, he uses says we the have word. Now, been, now we have been brought near. When we, as Gentiles, were not citizens of Israel, who was the promise made to? It was made to ethnic Israel. Yes. Who were the fathers? Ethnic yes. Israel. Yes. Before Christ, before the church, we were separated from those promises. But now yep. in Christ, we are partakers in those promises. We all agree on all of those things. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but for some reason, you are adamant about using language the Bible doesn't use. When the Bible does use language, that when I use it, you're frustrated with me. He says, the in church because, is the he terminology said, commonwealth that is means used. citizenship here. And he says, Gentile believers have citizenship in Israel. That's what he is clearly saying. He says, he we were, it's clear yeah. to you. But I mean, not Joe, the language hold, that hold he on, says. This, the language we were, does not need to be as clear as you're, as you're wanting it. I mean, it's, it's, the idea is very clearly there. So um, the 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 word commonwealth there, we're talking about Ephesians 2.12. Uh, mm -hmm. Remember at that time you were separated from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. Um, the clear, I think, the clear implication is we're no longer excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. It would, real quick, Joe, yes or no, do you agree that the clear implication of Ephesians is we are now included since we were formally excluded from the commonwealth? Here's what I think this says. Well, no, I'm just I'm just asking. Do you believe what this says is that the promise was made to ethnic Israel? And when you that's what it says. Eric, I, I know, do you I'm mean do you think the commonwealth of Israel means something it, different? Joe, and we're just going around in circles with this. I mean, it's You you asked what, me my what opinion. Joe asked you're you're we trying to you're trying to explain it in a way where you're avoiding you, the obvious. Hold on. I am of, not. How well, did we, you previously Gentile Christians have become citizens of this Israel that he's talking about here. That's obviously we have become what he's united in Christ into what this says, a new body. Which Paul calls new, Israel. Where? Joe, uh, Greg just He read, calls it the Greg church. I'm sorry. Can, again. Do, you wouldn't let me answer the question. You kept interrupting me. I didn't interrupt you. I know, I'm talking to Eric. I did. Oh. I, I, I did <laughs> interrupt you. <laughs> he interrupted me as soon as I started. Yeah. The Commonwealth of Israel, we at least agree there, is talking about natural I... Israel. Yes? Hold on. Or no? Well, uh, remember he... that you were at that time separate, excluded from the Commonwealth of Israel, strangers <laughs> of the promise, having no hope. Sorry. I, who I'm does the promise belong to? <laughs> natural Israel. All who believe. It belongs to natural Israel. In the Old Covenant, you asked me a question, you never let me even answer it. <laughs> I don't think I've been able to answer the or ask the question yet. Or if I have, you've ignored it. 
Do, do you agree that the clear implication of that Ephesians passage is that we are no longer excluded from the Commonwealth of Israel? We're no longer excluded from the promises that were made to ethnic Israel. <laughs> It says we're excluded from the Commonwealth of Israel. We were excluded <laughs> from the Commonwealth of Israel. Because are we, we, are we, are we no Israel. are we no longer excluded from the Commonwealth of Israel? He's, he's saying we, we're hold, citizens hold, hold, hold of Israel. That's what he's hold saying. On, hold on, brother. Uh, um Joe. If we were formally excluded from the Commonwealth of Israel, by Christ are we now included in the Commonwealth of Israel? Are we no longer excluded? Again, the way that you're framing the question is, is failing to take into account the argument that Paul is making. He's talking about circumcision. He's talking about all these things. How did you used to participate in the promise made to the Commonwealth of Israel? So, uh, starting at verse 11, Therefore, remember that formerly you, Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you were at that time separate from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of the promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were formerly far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing the uh, enemy of the flood. Okay, so as as I look at the list of things that he says we formally didn't have, I I read we formally were excluded from the Commonwealth of Israel, and I will grant that it doesn't explicitly state we are now included or we are no longer excluded. But again, I'll, I will argue the clear implication is in Christ, we are no longer excluded from the commonwealth. And again, looking quickly at the Greek, um, the administration of civil affairs, a state or commonwealth, or citizenship, the rights of a citizen. Um, and, and so I can't help but, but come to the conclusion that we are, we are no longer excluded from the citizenship of Israel. In, in a, and again, in a spiritual, I don't mean that I, I mean this in the same way I meant it that, that Rahab took it. She is no longer excluded from the citizenship of Israel. Um, and, and to her belong the promises. Right. And that's the point that I'm making. Rahab joined to the promises in a different way than we do. Do you think Rahab maintained her ethnic identity? Joe, that no, has she, nothing to she do with what we're even talking about. Oh though. my goodness. We're not talking it, it, about ethnicity it, it, here. It it does. Because as we see the salvation uh plan of God, salvation was given to an ethnic group. And he is saying, You who are Gentiles were formally excluded from all of these things. Paul is arguing against people who are trying to get people to participate in the same way that Rahab did. But that's not what the church is. We are not to eliminate our ethnic distinction. We are not to take circumcision upon ourselves. We are not to move to Jerusalem. We are not to offer our sacrifices. We are not to do the things that Rahab did in order to participate. She was looking forward to the fulfillment in Christ. 
that in Christ, God now is reconciling both groups, ethnic groups. So we are talking about ethnic groups, Jew and Gentile. And he's reconciling them into spiritual Israel. That's what you guys say is the clear distinction. That's what he's, that's, that's, is he reconciling them in the commonwealth of Israel? That's actually what Paul is arguing against. He's saying that the dividing wall has been torn down into a new man. You guys are saying this is the same thing, spiritual Israel. This is a new thing. The church is a new thing. It's a new dispensation. That that Paul uses Israel to, he uses Israel to refer to, to that. Where? And, and again, not, not, I'm not talking about ethnic, okay, because we keep going back to, well, ethnic, ethnic, ethnic. We're not talking about, it has nothing to do with ethnic. Less, not, I, no less than ethnicity, but more, right? As I think you, like, yeah, yes, it's, ethnic, we're ta- we're, not, le- yes. not less, but more. We're not limited. It's, it's not a ethnic limitation. We're, it's not like we're, you know, second class citizens. And it kind of, I, I don't, I don't know if you're like incapable of hearing what I'm saying. I didn't say any of those things that you just said. No, I'm not. I, well, I'm not. You're saying I'm it's not, not saying like this. That, it's not like that. It's not like this. I mean, who, who are you talking to? I'm not saying any you're saying these statements. exact same things, but you're, but I'm, I'm, I'm using this. That's, that's how it's coming off. He's saying it is. Yes. He makes, he made one new man. And the yeah, one new man, new man is not national Israel. It's Agreed. a different Israel. Okay, it's not. That's not what it says. It's the church. It, it's in Christ, it, you know, and it's, it's the church. Just, That's what he explicitly says that it is. He says we have we now have citizenship in Israel. Where? Okay, not Where does it say we have citizenship Israel. in Israel? He says we have been brought near. We've been we were separated from Israel from the Commonwealth or sit from citizenship in Israel, and we have now been brought near. Um, we have received well, that citizenship now through the blood of Christ. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess the argument would be from verse 19. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but our fellow citizens with the saints are there of you the go. household of are are of the household of God, having been right, built the on the foundation of, of the apostles and mm-hmm. prophets. Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple for the Lord in whom you are also being built together in the dwelling. So what is that? What is that household of God, this thing that's being built up on the foundation of the apostles? Chapter three, what is it that's built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself? There's many, there's many terms that can, uh, it can, they can refer to it. But specifically, what is the it? The body here? of Christ, spiritual Israel, the church. Where? No, 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 no. See, you just inserted one that doesn't exist, that doesn't exist. Well, okay. spiritual Israel, Israel, doesn't exist. Israel in the in uh, in the Ephesians two twelve sense of the word. All this says is that at one point you Gentiles were not national Israelites, and now you get to partake in the promise in something new. That's yes. what this says. Yes, it is something. You're saying new. that that it's means that, that we become not, citizens of spiritual Israel, which is completely devoid from the text. They're not talking. You're making a statement about, that doesn't exist making, in the Bible. It, the it body does, that, that he's talking about, it, it doesn't exist in the scripture. I don't know why you won't just admit that the body that this is describing, this new body, is called the church. That's what it's called. I, I, it's not I called fully affirm Israel. that. I affirm that it's the church. I've, I, but right, but I, so I you say, well, the body, but you say that they talk that about can, it. They can apply to it. Okay, but then you, the you rattle them off and you say some terms that are biblically based, and then you just insert these other ones, like spiritual Israel, or true Israel, which don't exist in the but, Bible. But the olive tree does refer to the church, and the olive tree is a symbol for Israel. And, and Joe, Where does it you, say that the olive tree is the church? In Romans 11. To show, which verse in Romans 11 says the olive tree is the church? I'll show you. And okay, if, if, you read, if you read um, <laughs> Romans 11, 
Romans 11, Paul uses the analogy of an olive tree. Mm -hmm. Okay. He uses a different analogy to refer to the same group of people in chapter 12. And he says in verse 4, for just as as we have many members in one body, and all and all the members do not have the same function, so we who are many are none are, are one body in Christ. And individually members, this is the same group that he described in chapter eleven. It's the same body. He's just using mm-hmm. a different analogy. The olive tree is the body of Christ. And and we can know that not even from we can we don't even need chapter twelve. Because even though that reinforces it, but because in chapter 11, he says, you are attached through faith in Christ. You become a member of this group through faith in Christ. What, what group do you become a member of uh, through faith in Christ? The church. The olive tree represented Israel in the Old Testament. It represents the church in the New Testament. And it's, it, because it's one body. It's one, it, it's, there's a carryover. From the Old Testament, it was a symbol for Israel. In the New Testament, that symbol for Israel translates to the church. This refers to the church. So I, I don't I don't think I'm being inconsistent at all here because these are synonyms. The church, the olive tree, a.k.a. Israel. Um, I mean, the, the body of Christ, all the these are these are all synonyms. They're not they're not different things. They're not, though. And they don't go both ways. Israel's identity is one thing. The church, for the church to exist, it requires Israel's identity to maintain its, its, its identity that God gave it. And well, if, Israel will continue even after the time of the Gentiles is over. Okay, so and, church, I, and, I, and I'm with you on that. I am, I am totally with you on that. So the church isn't Israel. The church isn't natural Israel. The church is not natural Israel. Natural Israel, there's two Israels, okay, in Romans 9, 6. And that, and that, fo- that goes all the way in, into Romans chapter 11 with the olive tree. It, 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 there's, there's, two, there's two Israels in Romans 9 through 11, not just one. Okay? And none of them are the church. Yes, yes, one of them is. One of them yeah. is the church. And, no, in Romans and I, 9, 6, the two Israels are believing Israel and unbelieving Israel. That's all they are. And Gentiles, no Gentiles have become one with believing Israel. They become Romans one. They become six. one people with believing Israel, which makes them part of they it. Are which makes them Israel participants in, a sense. in the promise. It doesn't the cancel yep. out natural Israel. I'm not saying it cancels out natural Israel or nullifies it, because I actually, with you, Joe, I actually believe that is that natural Israel has a future. I believe that, and I, I'm I'm a little bit of an oddball when it comes to the amillennial group because I may, maybe this is a good time to launch into. Unless you guys want to tackle Galatians six, um, maybe we can go. Maybe after, uh, maybe after two out two hours and six minutes, um, we can. Well, brothers, one, one thing is clear: is we are not going to come to an agreement on this, uh, Joe. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to tell you, like for sure, I appreciate. Um, I definitely think I understand your view better, um, and so I think that's a that's a good thing. Um, I, I, you know. Boy, do I would I appreciate ex- the explicit statement, but like many things that we do, we take explicit statements and we we draw clear implications. And so, um, I would I would say that while I appreciate and understand your position better, I still 
the, the clear implications of no longer being excluded, but now included being being one flock, being one being grafted into the one tree, um, being part of one household, one family. Um, I, I and the, the the differing uses, and I mean, I will agree with you. It doesn't say that that the first Israel in Romans nine is is the church. It, it doesn't say that, but um, there are there is still a differentiation between the two. And and as Eric pointed out, I think we are joined of the same household as the one. Um, and so I you know I definitely appreciate that. So you know I I likewise appreciate you know the conversation, and this is a good demonstration of the reality. That as soon as we go away from actual positive affirmations of the scriptures, this is where we're going to argue. And it's true when I do it. It's oh, true when you do it. What is the sentiment of 1 Corinthians 4 when Paul says, I urge you not to be arrogant? See, because you're, you're shaking your head at me. Joe, this has nothing with arrogance. Saying, it's, it's about it, it you is don't going, need an explicit drawn, statement to, you to draw a conclusion. a conclusion. You do not need an explicit statement. you say is clear that I say it. isn't. So how do we decide between those two things, Eric? We well, I guess in, in this case we'll have to agree to disagree. Um, okay, so so that's that's how we that's how we do it. Whereas so many of the other things that have been said, we agree on. You know why? Because the Bible actually just says it. But you're insisting, both of you guys are insisting on talking about spiritual Israel because for you it's the clear implication of the text. And I, as your brother in Christ, hopefully you still view me as a sober-minded, serious faithful member of the, the, the body of Christ, I'm telling you, it's not clear. And so why can't we just use the language that the Bible uses? Why do we have to come up with these other terms? Why do I have to say spiritual Israel when the Bible doesn't say it? Why can't I just talk about the church? Why can't I just talk about being in Christ? Why do we have to make this division where now we have to agree to disagree when we already agree on so much, but there are positive affirmations that are made in the scripture, and then we go a step beyond, two steps beyond, three steps beyond, things that all seem clear to us, and then we end up with more than 30,000 denominations because everybody, it's all so clear. And it's all those other idiots over there who don't agree. And we shake our heads and we, we, we you know, wring our hands and wonder why it is that they can't see what's so clear. It's why I listened to a guy explaining to me why, you know, uh, even though the church isn't mentioned in the book of Revelation, that Israel is the church. And I go, yeah, but it's not. And it's, it's so clear. If you're a, yeah, I'll use their term. If you're a faithful reader, oh, okay. So I guess well, that's a I terrible argument, of course. Well, but that's made all the time. Well, Joe, but so we, why can't we, we just we stick to include uh, arguments that others are making? Well, but but that's this is I never called you an idiot, this, Joe. No, but, uh, no, and no well, one's saying that, have, and no one's saying. Not on this show, you didn't. Well, <laughs> <And> no, <laughs> I mean, listen, you have called me an idiot before. Listen, no one, no one, the shoe fits. Nobody, nobody's saying that anybody. I'm not saying that, Joe, that you're being unfaithful with the text. That's I've never made that claim. I never called you a name. You told me I was making terrible arguments. And that, I, I've that said one the same argument to you, really, that your argument doesn't. Okay, and I'm not saying that because I don't like it. I'm just saying that because it would just. Was you're weak. making you're making logical errors. You're equating things that don't that that should not be equated, and you're saying it's clear. This is D. A. Well, Carson's I, book, Exegetical Fallacies. This is how we talk. We have the responsibility. I can walk up in the pulpit. Listen, D. A. Carson was also a Calvinist, say, though, so I would really be sure. cautious about that. But the 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 fallacy that he's talking about is when we do we just say it's clear, it's obvious. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, and I begin going beyond the text and say it's the clear implication. Joe, I don't believe it's I'm obvious. going beyond the text. I, I really, oh, but I do. I, I because, really and don't. you can't show I me just, a text that says it. And you said I, you don't need a text that says it. I think it. Romans it 9 doesn't 6. Need to say what it, you say. I think Romans 9 6 
uses the word Israel in a unique way. I think mm-hmm. Ephesians 2.12 uses Israel in a unique way. And a case can be made, if we ever get there, that Galatians 6.16 uses Israel in a unique way. That does Let's go not, there. Make that, your case from Galatians 6, because we haven't talked about that one yet. And Greg, I'll hand this over to you, because you were really wanting to you really wanting to get into this, into the, Gal- the Galatians 6.16, I mean. Oh, I, again, my question is, for Joe, who is that? Uh, my interpretation of it goes with um, most modern English translations, that Paul is making a distinction between those who will walk according to this rule, talking about believers, both believing Jew and believing Gentile, the church. And then uh, he's had some very strong language for his ethnic kinsmen who are fighting against the gospel. And so as he uh, has said some very strong words against them, he's ex- uh, expressing the Christian principle of even praying for his persecutors. And uh, the grammar to me is very distinct. He says, and those who will walk by this rule, peace be upon them, the King James says it, and mercy is upon this other group, upon the Israel of God. So he's making a distinction between believers, the church, those who will walk by this rule, and ethnic Israel, particularly those even who are being hostile to him. Now, the NIV and the NLT, I think, and the TNIV um, equate this group together, but you have a, a strong conjunction. Um, they both have their own um, prepositional phrase. I don't think this is one group that's being described. I think he's drawing a line and he's saying, peace be upon those who will walk by this rule and mercy be upon uh, the Israel of God who is fighting against uh, Christ like he used to do um, when he was uh, had a zeal for God, um, but without knowledge. All right. I'll have to look into the Greek a little bit there for sure. Um, when it comes to the... Let me ask this. In, in Exodus 19, verses 3 through 6, uh, you know, God declares something about Israel. And, and I get, I'm, I'm probably straying. I'm, I'm not arguing that it explicitly says that this is Israel. Do you see the prophecy, or the, the declaration there made in Exodus 19, um, and then the fulfillment, the, the, at least textually, it seems to be drawn, out of First Peter chapter two, verses nine through ten. Do you see the those being addressed in First Peter as being the fulfillment of that prophecy? Uh, not as the fulfillment, but I do think that we participate in that, just like we participate in other things. And that, as Peter is talking about um, our participation, um, but we don't participate that in the way that um, I mean that was being fulfilled in national Israel. And I do think that there is a future fulfillment of that, but yeah, we participate, but, um, but as the church. And so, um, is it, is it the fulfillment of that? No, I don't think that that word is used. Is it a continuation of that promise? Says you, um, says you are, I would say yes. You, you are these things. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's we're going to, hold on, hold on, hold on. If, I'm not going to argue that it's not part of the continuation, but if we're going to draw a distinction between participation and identity, and and Peter says you are these things. He doesn't say you participate in these things. Um, he says, well, I'll read it. Uh, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. For you were once not a people, but now you are the people of God. Uh, you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So again, uh, 
not ju- it's obviously not just coming from the book of Exodus. It, it doesn't speak there of participation, but I'm going to say, but you are, um, is, is an identity, not a, not a participation. Do you agree or disagree? I do agree that our identity is in Christ, that our identity is the church. I do not agree that we are spiritual Israel. So again, that we are a chosen, here. that we are a chosen race. Mm-hmm. A it's royal a, uh, priesthood, a holy one, nation, one, and it says race a, a, like a, one, a, a yeah, a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. Um, and again, it, sure, it does not say you are Israel, but um, I mean, I learned from. Well, let's put it this way: um, who is who is Peter writing to? There in, in this his first epistle. He's writing to an area that is um, at least where Paul planted a lot of his churches. Um, of course, you know, interpreters take it differently, um, whether it's written to Jewish believers in that area or whether it's written to Gentile believers in that area. I, I do think that he's writing to areas that are predominantly um, Gentile, although there's certainly going to be Jews there. And so the unity that comes in the church, again, for me, that doesn't cause any difficulty with my view. It doesn't cause anything of all the stuff that we all agree on, that as we participate in this, that the natural continuation of the promise made to Abraham is that God was making one people, that he wasn't making second-class citizens and, and whatever else. All of this stuff is, is true. But my pushback is simply about the identification of, of using language that the Bible doesn't use because it goes beyond this and it does affect um, you know, certain, certain other aspects of other theology like eschatology and, and other areas. And so the church is that for sure. Uh, because Peter says that, so I agree, hundred um, well, percent. But to and, say that and, that, and is, Jews can that be we are Israel again, that that language once again isn't in that passage. And so to say that we are the fulfillment of it, um, it also doesn't say this was to fulfill, um, which that language is used in many places in Scripture. So am I to expect that this is the end of that? Well, that's kind of what fulfillment talks about, and I don't, I don't think this is the end of it. I think it is the natural continuation of what God has said. And I do believe, and it that, will be until um, Christ returns. Participation, right? right? Yeah, when we when we reign with Christ, um, believe in the millennial kingdom, and other nations are are coming to Him, and the church, you know, has its very special role, and it is linked to Israel in in in, in participation. I mean, again, the, these promises that are made to Israel, of course, we all agree on that stuff. But the church is something distinct, and Israel is something distinct, and there are nuanced ways of using this. And all I'm pleading for is that we just use the language that the Bible actually says, because as soon as we start using other things, I don't care how many commentators do it. If you guys like the commentators that say the church is spiritual Israel, great. And then it divides you from other believers who, just for us, it's not a clear implication. And I think that you're, crea- you're still doing the part whole fallacy, that the whole is one thing and we become a part of it. That does not mean that we are that thing. And so uh, that thing, Israel, must exist. Our salvation is based on promises to them. That's why I'm definitely not a replacement theologian. We could not have replaced them. God's promises to them, of course, did not fail. And God's promise to them is still in effect, which is why we can participate at all. And the church was not a new thing. The church was a mystery that Paul explained much more. And that's the, that's the language that they use. If, the, if he said, we are spiritual Israel, then I'd be on board. But he doesn't. He says, you're the church. This new body, this new man, this new thing that he's done is called the church. And so that's what I want to call it. And I don't want to call it anything else. Fair enough. 
Well, uh, I think maybe this would be, this is, we could use this as a springboard to talk about maybe the one last thing. Um, and that is that, because you had said, Joe, that, you know, the, if, if we take this certain view that, that the church is Israel, that might have implications for how we understand Israel's future. And um, if we take the view that if you if you believe the church is Israel, that means that you'll you know you'll assume that natural Israel no longer has a future in in God's eschatological plan. Um, that I think is a false dilemma. Because, I think that might be Greg's view, I, although I'm not sure. Um, well, so, m- many many people have held that view, um, but I, I my position on that is. Just because I say that the church is in some sense Israel does not mean that I think the church has replaced Israel. I think there is a natural Israel, um, and there's a lot of different questions about what makes somebody a natural Israelite. How, what, what kind of DNA do you have to have? How, how much Israelite do you have to be to be qualified as a, uh, you know, as a as an Israelite these days? Because there's obviously been so much mixture of of people and blood. But um, so that's that's a topic for another time. But uh, but I, I believe that the church, while the church is in a sense Israel, I think that's that's my position. Um, I don't think that means that natural Israel is just out of the picture either, because I I read Romans and I, and I will admit Romans eleven is some aspects of it, not all of it, but some aspects are very very uh, difficult to interpret, and they can be interpreted and have been interpreted many different ways. But um, I, I make the case that uh, that Israel does, in fact, natural Israel does, in fact, have a future in uh, in God's eschatological plan. And if you guys, if you guys want, we can. Did you guys want to launch into that, or did you want to? I'm getting close to my uh, my hard stop. If that's uh, if that's okay with you guys. Well, maybe we'll pick that up next time. How about that? Okay, that's fine. Because I think, I mean, Greg, maybe you do have, um, I don't know if you agree with what Eric was saying, but I think you have a, a different view, but I, I guess I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I, um, I don't believe that God is is done working with, like, I, I don't know, you say those things and I go, I, I don't know what you mean. Um, do I believe that, that God has turned his back and no longer working with, the, with, with ethnic Jews? No, I, I don't believe that at all. Um, do I believe... Yeah, I, again, we would have to delve into all the things you're saying again, defining the terms before I want to, before I would want to take issue with any of those things. But, but no, I, God is doing amazing things, great things. Um, I, I believe that there's terrible things for, for, uh, for some of those, uh, final judgment being one of them, um, you know, for unbelievers. So no, I, I, I think God is working, um, he has not turned his back on any ethnic people. He calls everyone to repent and to believe. Um, he's going to use that particular nation um, in in whatever way he deems best. I, so, I, I guess I yeah I just don't know what all you're saying as you say. Do you hold a special, story. unique place for 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 Israel, ethnic national Israel, in God's uh, future redemptive purposes? What do you mean by future redemptive purposes? Like Romans eleven twenty six, for example, where he says, do, uh, do, "And so all, all Israel will be saved." Do, do you believe that that is a that that is a, uh, a yet future event? 
I would want to, I would want to, I would want to ask the question, you know, this was written, uh, Romans was written at a particular point in time. And so when Paul says all Israel, does, are, are you suggesting, because what has to happen, right? Because, because you and I, we would both agree that there are national ethnic Jewish people who have lived not repented and believed and died in between the time Paul wrote that and, and now, and surely there will be for the time Christ returns. So we surely don't mean all ethnic Israel. Of course not. So, so, so then what happens is, is we suddenly say, well, Paul doesn't mean all, he means all at a particular point in time. Well, okay. Using Joe's standard, which I'm in favor of, um, he doesn't say all at a particular point in time. He says all, all Israel will, will be saved. Okay. Well, in what way can all Israel be saved? Because what he, again, what we can't be saying is that all between that particular point when he wrote it and the end of time. So what all? Um, so again, well, it's, it's way more nuanced than. Oh, it's, it's extremely nuanced, especially when you, when you get into like the debates in, about how the, how the Greek should be translated because there's not, there's not even universal agreement on that. It's yeah. so it's, uh, it's somewhat I do not, be- I do not believe that God has turned his back on the nation of Israel. Um, I don't believe that he's turned his back on any group of people that I want the gospel to reach all and as far and as wide. I want the, you know, yeah. I, let, me, so, let me say one last thing about of things I don't agree with. And, you know, I, I realize that this is going way, way back to the very beginning of the conversation, but there was something that was, I guess maybe I'll say alluded to. Um, I, it was asked, like, do you stand with Israel? And um, I, I guess my, my, my answer to that, and I, I guess I maybe didn't give a full answer then, but um, I, I don't believe that standing with Israel means that I have to agree with everything Israel does. I mean, Israel, now I, I don't know the statistics. I, uh, I've read some older statistics. Um, I know Israel's a very secular nation. There are some Christians there, although they're, uh, I, I don't know, um, you know, what the percentage is. I don't know what the percentage of Orthodox Jews is. I'm not, I'm not totally sure, but I don't, um, I don't support the nation in the sense that I agree with all the decisions they make and everything they do. But I will say this, that I, I believe specifically that in the future, there will come uh, a point somehow, some way. Um, I think it's connected maybe with the fullness of the Gentiles. At least that's what it sounds like in Romans 11. I think it's uh, 25 that a, a large portion of Israel, um, all, all can have, all does not have one meaning. It can, it can mean, more than one thing, but um, a lot, I'll just say a large portion of Israel will be saved, will come to Christ uh, before the second coming, and um, so I, I, I support Israel in that sense. That I, I think I have hope for them. I think uh, I think that's going to happen, and I I long for for that time to come because I want to see them saved. So that's yeah. I guess that's what I'll say about that. You know, even even if we look back in the biblical data, um, there are many times where. God is declaring the activity and the disposition of Israel. And we would go, yeah, I, I, I'll stand over here while you're busy, 
you know, reprimanding them for, for the actions they partake in, um, you know, some of the language that, that the apostles and even Jesus himself uses about Jewish people, again, I, I think would be scandalous to use about Jewish people today. And, and so I, I very much, I, man, I, I want Jews just as redeemed and, and forgiven as, as every other people group. Um, but as a, as a political ethnic position, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely don't want to be in the trap of trying to find a way to excuse or justify everything they do, because I think, I think they're just, they have the potential for just as much evil wickedness and rebellion against God as any other nation. And as they, as a nation have proven in, in the past. That l- largely is the argument that is made in Romans nine through 11. And even when Paul is quoting uh, Elijah pleading with God against uh, his own people, there was a remnant that was preserved. And so those, that group who is saved um, has always been this faithful group. And even when Israel was as plenteous as the sand on the, the, the seashore, um, it was still only the remnant that was being saved. So the church, uh, again, is, is, has its own identity. Uh, the nation of Israel has its own identity. Salvation um, works in these groups, which again, we all agree, you know, the initial uh, paradigm that you sent, you know, had uh, believing Jew, unbelieving Jew, believing Gentile, unbelieving Gentile. And so we had these various categories and um, salvation comes to everybody in the same way. Um, but it does seem that there is a distinct promise that even when many of the people of the nation of Israel are unbelieving, that God still maintains the purpose of him choosing them in the first place, which was to show his nation, uh, to show his mercy to all. And so the church is the continuation of that not the fulfillment of it. And Israel, in, again, in my view, does maintain its uh, particularly uh, unique role as the elect people of God. But again, I know even when I say that, people hear elect and they think that that means that, they're all sal- that they all have salvation. And that's not how elect is used um, in the Bible. And so they are the elect people of God, uh, regardless of whether they believe or don't. And we saw that evidenced even in the old covenant. God always told them uh, that the, 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 the covenant of blessings and cursings, whether they were faithful to him or not, God was going to use them to magnify his name in all the earth. And so there is still a purpose in my view. And I think Eric, you and I are probably closer together on that, that I, I do see um, a role for um, distinctly ethnic Israel in the future. But um, may, maybe we can pick it up there and, and get some of the nuance uh, next time if you guys would like to do that. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that we can have a, another full uh, discussion on just that aspect of it alone. Um, I'm not sure that we actually answered the question of who is Israel for uh, anybody who's watching, but at least uh, hopefully gave each other some things to think about. Um, and then we can try and move on to the next thing in this uh, ball of worms of uh, what is there in the future for Israel, um, which again, uh, really does rely upon, you know, if we answer the who is Israel question differently, uh, we're going to have different answers to the, to the next question and, and, and probably everywhere else uh, down the road as well, because it is all, all related. So um, as we wind down, uh, again, uh, Greg, I know you said you're at your hard stop. You know, uh, Unfortunately, you've got other things to do today. Eric and I probably are going to go to, uh, who knows what, maybe the beach or something. Yogurt um, or you know, yeah, froyo or something. So. I mean, That's right. No, just another open. day with nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, I love that. If I you're looking for an assistant pastor, associate pastor, let me know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd love the 30 minute a week work schedule. So yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, anyway, it sounds like, uh, that is uh, the end for today. Uh, if you are still watching this and got any value out of it, uh, go ahead and click that thumbs up button. 
consider subscribing to the channel if you haven't done so already. And uh, until we see you again, get equipped, obey your king, and glorify your God.